When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good. It was good to be back, uh, be able to be in live actions, uh, getting some game reps, uh, talking to teammates on the floor instead of the sideline. And, um, yeah, so I, I felt good. I'm, I was happy to be back. That's how I play basketball. Uh, you know, I don't come in and just I find a rhythm, find what the team is doing, and then I start getting aggressive in spots that I see are open. And, uh, you know, it's, it's probably uh, the increments that I'm playing, those segments, they're spread out rather than me, you know, playing the first 12 minutes of the game. So you could probably see that once the game goes forward. Uh, just being great in my minutes. Like I said before, uh, you know, uh, I got to go out there and do what I can to win a basketball game in the minutes that I'm receiving. And, you know, that's what I did tonight. Just whenever I was on the court, tried to play winning basketball on both ends. And, uh, you know, fortunate, I was fortunate enough to have, I guess, a plus 26 in the game. the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Kawild, back in action. With me, as always, is Burbank Hank. Oh, a big, a big win for the Clippers on a game that we thought maybe would be an easy win, but there's not been a lot of easy wins this season. That's the truth. The hard truth. Not a lot of easy wins, and we took it away from the Detroit Pistons, who are just 3-12. and 12. Uh, But we walk away with a big win, and I feel good about it. I'm stoked. How happy were you when you found out Kawhi Leonard is back? I was ecstatic, and perhaps the only thing better than finding out he was going to be playing would be finding out he's starting, and the only thing better than that (laughs) would be to find out that he played 25 minutes tonight. And got the W. And got the W. You got got to feel great about him playing more than 20 minutes in a game. That honestly is the most exciting. I know he didn't score electrically, but when he did, he looked electric. Uh, he was also he looked, plus 26. He was plus he, 26. That's what I'm saying. My favorite part of the game, uh, hats off to the bench who really got us back in it. Hats off to the whole squad who got us back in it in the second half. I think we were down at the half. I don't remember exactly. We were up one at the end of three. But the best moment of the game for me, Hank, was when Ty Lue just swapped the entire bench out for Ivica Zubats, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris Sr., Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. There's about 10 minutes left in the game. Hockey he did a switch. full five you hockey you love swap. It. We were down five, maybe down three at that point. I never doubted it. We won decisively. Everybody was great. Us. Especially your starting point guard, who, by the way, he's the guy, and his name is Reggie Jackson. Oh, wow. He was great tonight, wasn't he? 23 points, and he really kept us in it. He really did. 100%. Where no one was scoring, 100%. he was scoring. Six for six from the free throw line, seven of 12 from the field, and maybe most importantly, 
three of five from three, and and really great. He was great tonight. So I guess he's got to be your Hanks player of the game. He's got to be your Hanks player. He is with special mention, with very special mention to Avita Zubats, who tied his career high with 18 rebounds. But what oh, keeps wow. what keeps Ivica Zubac from being Hank's player of the game is that yeah, of course he got a lot of rebounds because we missed a lot of shots in the first half. No, but he did he did gobble up a lot of boards really versus a tall Detroit team. A tall and youthful Detroit team. I don't know if you realize. Hey, this. how about how They've about everyone five... keeps saying? What's that? Everyone in Clipper Nation keeps saying we need to trade for a proper backup big. But I got news for you, partners. We got a proper backup big. His name is Moses. Stop and smell the roses. Brown, and you got to love him, Hank. Sure. Two of two from the field tonight, Moses Brown. Four big points. Four big points. But, but yeah. he was a big energy guy, came in off the bench, came in was a rim protector, came in and shot perfectly, came in and made a difference, was a spark plug. I hope Ty Lue uses him even more in the future. Yeah, he only played five minutes, and he got he had made nice numbers in the time he was in there. 100%, buddy. 100%. Four points, five minutes. I guarantee you he had more incidentals than that as well. It was so great to see Kawhi Leonard back on the floor where he belongs and, more importantly, in that starting slot. This is the easy part now because I'm able to, you know, get in the game, play. But, you know, last season it was, it was a long season for me just, you know, going in there doing what I can to just strengthen the knee, uh, strengthen the whole body, knowing that I'm not going to be able to touch the floor. You know, it was, it was pretty draining, but, um, you know, I, I pushed hard and to get to this point now, man, like I said, uh, it's still going to be a long journey, so I just got to keep fighting. Hank, I don't know how many games were deep now into the season. At one point, I said, Reggie Jackson is your starter, John Wall comes off the bench. You said, no, no, Chris. John Wall should be your starting point guard. Reggie Jackson should come off the bench. You swayed me to say, you're right, Hank. John Wall should be your starter, and Reggie Jackson should cut off the bench. Now, my question to you is, Hank, with all these games in our pocket, we're two games over 500. Were you right or were you wrong? Oh, I, I still think I still think it's inconclusive evidence. To be oh, honest, disagree. Reggie Jackson was amazing tonight, but we don't we I still am not sure we know a thing. Disagree. We have to really keep in mind the fact that the Clippers are the second worst team offensively in the league and the best team defensively in the league. Wow! And so I still think that Ty Lue has some things to figure out, but but. Reggie Jackson was incredible tonight. He's had a, a couple of great games back-to-back that are very exciting. Uh, and no doubt he's playing better than John Wall right now. No doubt. But I wouldn't say I was wrong. I don't know. I, it doesn't need to be about who's right and wrong. Come well, on, I was wrong. Come on. I was wrong when I said John Wall should start as your point guard. Reggie Jackson is, in my eyes, has proven himself to be the definitive. L.A. Clippers knows the system knows the guys, gels so well with his best pal, Paul George. I think Reggie Jackson is hands down the right decision for your starting point guard. And look at that starting five when we got that. Now, wait a swap. second. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. Are you arguing that 23 points is better than three points? I guarantee you John Wall had more turnovers than baskets. I guarantee you he had more turnovers than points.
Yeah, he had he had more turnovers than anything. He had six he had six turnovers, three points, four assists. Yeah, and you say you it's have, inconclusive. You can, uh, uh, Your uh, Honor, it, Your uh, Honor, I'd like to have uh, the plaintiff repeat what he just said. Can the bailiff read it back? I don't understand. Court well, talk. A point, certainly, certainly, we all know that a point guard, especially, but no player can have more turnovers than assists. That, that ratio is a dangerous. I, I just also it. I like him as a spark plug fast break machine running and gunning coming off the bench uh, and with Terrence yeah. Mann because Terrence Mann is speedy well. John Wall is speedy uh, yeah. you know we're going to get Kennard back Kennard by the way has played admirably as a starter I think they only lost one maybe two games tops with Kennard as a starter I don't have that in front of me but he's been great he's a little banged up but I like the fact that it says questionable or doubtful as opposed to all caps out. And I think, by the way, looking at the schedule, Hank, it's a game every other day, six games in 12 days with no back-to-backs. I think Kawhi plays every single one of those games, pal. Oh, I hope so. It's hard for me to imagine that they're managing minutes when they played him 25 minutes his first game back in almost double-digit games. Well, I mean, what's he played? This is his third game of the season, isn't it? Well, we've we, we, yes, it, yes, it is, and I believe they're two so, and one I mean, in those games. I but we haven't so, seen I mean, a thirty-minute game him, from him yet. Yeah, but you don't play him twenty-five minutes if then you're not going to play him two days later. Is my is my feeling? I think he's going to play. I absolutely. Agree I think he's going to play, and you don't if there if it was dicey as to whether or not he should play. I don't think you start him. I don't think you play him twenty-five minutes. I just don't. I love the win tonight. We are finally 500 at home. You throw in the away win at crypto.com. Now we're a winning basketball team in downtown Los Angeles. You love to see it. We are absolutely great on the road. Do you have the season standings in front of you, my friend? Are you looking at the standings per chance? No, wait, are you, you're talking about the actual NBA-wide standing? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm asking you about the Western Conference because we went in tonight. We were maybe eight or nine, I want to say, with Sacramento ahead of us at one game over 500. Now we're two games over 500. Did we just piggyback over Sucktown Queen Sacramento the state's capital is my question no to you. no I no no I'm looking now listen I'm looking at it on ESPN.com hit I refresh can't tell baby you hit refresh if, I mean I just loaded it so okay. it's, I can't refresh it again but what is our record according to the we're nine and we're nine and seven and the Kings are eight and six so they're still two games better with uh less uh with less losses right so right now they're eight oh, so they're them... eight and we're nine ah. and portland is portland is first who had that i know but utah's <laughs> coming down uh coming crashing down to earth i think they've lost four in a row perhaps utah is coming back down to earth you'll three love in to a row. see it three yeah. in a row they've lost yeah phoenix chris paul is out they haven't been particularly good while chris paul is out you love to see it so phoenix is coming down portland up top what, who talk to me if we're nine who's one through eight hank portland is number one they just lost a game they're six and four in their last ten then phoenix just won their last game they're number two denver then denver is number three they lost their last game they're seven and three in the last ten utah jazz are four new orleans pelicans are five both of those teams are six and four in their last ten and then the memphis grizzlies are sixth mm. and they've lost two in a row okay 
Uh, then you get into the Dallas Mavericks at 7, Kings, Clippers, T-Wolves 10th. And what's really fun, really fun here in our schadenfreude cast is that the L word, the Lakers, are 3-10. and 10. They're second to the bottom in the Western Conference. But their pick oh. would go to new. Their pick would go to New Orleans. Oh, you love to their see pick, it. Their pick would go to New you Orleans love to if they see got the it, first Hank. pick. And their first round pick belongs to New Orleans. I, I guess because of the Anthony Davis trade. It yes, must of be. course, absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Oh, look at him. Listen to him cackle. Listen welcome to him cackle. To go, welcome to Gloatcast. Ah, <laughs> baby. Oh, baby. So I had some interesting seats tonight, Hank. I sat behind the Detroit Pistons bench, okay? Okay. And in front of me was, I'm going to call this man the Detroit Piston Hydrator. He was on the staff of the Detroit Pistons. He was Mm. in charge of everybody's Gatorade bottle, and each player had something individually different in their Gatorade bottle. It was fascinating. So at one point, he's like, what bottle is that? Number blank. Okay, so it's like, I don't know, Bay on Detroit, let's say. He goes, what's in there? Water. The hydrator goes, put the white stuff in it. The guy goes, what flavor? Lemon lime. It was really fascinating. So it's probably like all of their, like the electrolytes that they like or their pre-workout or their post-workout and then probably also what flavor they prefer. Well, I was there and I know for a fact it's called the white stuff and that it was lemon lime flavored. So that's how they do it. In a lot in a lot of circles, you just got the entire training to be the hydrator. Put the white stuff in it. Which flavor? Lemon lime, man. Lemon lime. Oh my! You're gonna get discovered from this episode of Clipcast. Oh gosh, I can't wait. I absolutely, I can't wait to be the Clippers official hydrator. For the oh, no. Los Sorry, Angeles buddy. Clippers, I can't wait. Sorry, buddy, you're going to get approached by the Lakers to be their official. Oh, I'll turn them down flat. I'll, I'll say You'd no right to. to Jeannie Buss's face. Did you know Jeannie Buss to. may or may not be dating comedian Jay Moore? Oh Lord, it doesn't surprise me. You you would you would turn down the money from the Lakers and not take the job from them, unlike Clipper Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk more Kawhi Leonard. Here's the here's the cool thing, Hank. Guess who broke the news to me that Kawhi Leonard was playing for the Clippers tonight? Oh, let it be me. Was it me? Zubank Hank, all the way from Burbank in the Dawn Patrol studios, texted me, Kawhi is starting. And I, I, I felt so sure that you were going to get texted by everybody that the second that I saw it, I have never typed a text so fast in my life. Well, you hit never. send and you were number one. And I replied to you. Do you remember what I replied to you? It was very baffling to you. No, I don't remember. Remind me. I replied the emoji of nauseous face. Oh, yes. Yes. And I was like, what? You're like, wait, does that make you And then I literally replied the puke emoji and then zeros and ones because I I was overwhelmed with emotions and I turned into binary code and I literally mouth ejaculated or vomited rather uh-oh, zeros uh-oh. and ones. I, I was overwhelmed by emotion because he was listed as capital O U T out just yesterday. And then they did yeah. some retraction today and I missed made him it. questionable. Yeah. So I'm just so yeah. happy that it was you Burbank Hank that told me that Kawhi was back. It was you, pal. You're the one who gave me the good news. 
Yeah, and he had the listen. He had the rust flakes. There's no doubt about it. For but sure. Like great but, he, but, play, but, the, but like great players do, yeah. he did other things. Oh, uh, that's he exactly it. He got four it. assists. He got five rebounds. He He's got in there so and scrummed it up and drew attention and drew double exactly. teams. Exactly, Hank. So I, he, he did. That's what you do. That's what you do when you're a great player. I couldn't. I like know? the first. Every time he was in in the first half, I couldn't watch anyone but him. And that's what he does when he's on the floor. You just can't help but all eyes on Kawhi, which then frees up PG, frees up Reggie, frees up Zoo, frees up Mook. So he is just such a disruptor defensively. He's such an all eyes on Kawhi's offensively. Just having him out there made all the difference. I never doubted in the world. I never doubted for a second. Let me ask you this, Hank. They had the lead, the bad guys, pretty much the whole first half. It was not really until the third quarter that we took over. At any point, were you nervous like Uncle Purvis or Aunt Jervis? No, I, w- I wasn't nervous, Purvis. I did feel pretty strongly that we were going to pull it out against the three, uh, excuse me, at the time, the 3-12 and 12 Detroit Pistons, now 3-13 and 13 Detroit Pistons, <laughs> the worst in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I, I did, I felt, I felt, I wasn't confident Bonifant. Oh, I was. I wasn't nervous Purvis. I did feel like we would win, but also this season has been a bit of a conundrum, sure. and I was resigned Brian. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's an actual name. Uh, it doesn't have to I, rhyme. I was neutral butral okay, as I that, sat there. Now he's back. Just <laughs> well, uh, I was, I was Uncle Bonifant, very confident the entire the – entire, yeah, As felt, soon as I got that if text. If I had to bet – if I'd had to bet, I felt like we were gonna we were gonna pull it out. I really did. I, I, I never felt like they were gonna run away with it on us. And also, Mook Morris has been playing great this season, and he kept us in that game too. But not to gloss over our sweet sweet Mook. As soon as you sent me that text, I was Bonifant confident, Uncle Bonifant, or whatever the hell it is from uh, Peasboro, Texas. I was super confident as soon as I got that text that Kawhi was playing. I was confident was the entire Beaumont, first Texas. half. I'll have you know it was Beaumont, Texas. I sat, like I said, I sat by the Detroit Hydrator. I sat behind the Detroit Pistons bench. There was a lot of Detroit fans talking a lot of smack in that first half. I kept very, very quiet. About what? Very, very (laughs) quiet. All three of their wins. All three of their wins. Yeah. Detroit basketball. I heard a couple of those. I heard a couple of those. All right, so. Burbank Hank, something kind of cool happened tonight here at the Crypt in the Clipto.com arena. Our Clipcast fans, who we absolutely love and adore, Edward and Rihanna, all the way from across the pond, all the way from England, they flew from Heathrow nonstop to San Diego, drove up to downtown Los Angeles, and are here for just over a week. Take a listen to their schedule. They're going to the game tonight edward dominated jumbotron was on jumbotron multiple times they're going to the game on saturday here in downtown los angeles versus the spurs guaranteed w they're going to the game home monday who do we play jazz versus the jazz Jazz? statement w statement w and then guess what they're doing they're not they are taking state may i say it in british how are you getting up to San Francisco? We're taking the coach. What do you think the coach means? 
I assume that it means they're getting up on Ty Lue's shoulders and riding him. <laughs> well, I thought they there? meant their flying coach, but no, they're no, taking the, the coach, mate. It's the, the bus. Train. It is the oh, bus. Uh, uh, uh. It is not them. Ty Lue's shoulders. It is not Bless the train, them. and it is not. I'm gonna coach. guess that. I'm just gonna guess that bus does not take the scenic route, but I am and proud of them. Then, so they're going. What are they doing? They're coming back down to LA and For watching Denver. the Clippers on Friday. Who are they playing Friday? Oh my home? gosh! Are you kidding? Denver Nuggets, and they're seeing a great series of games. Absolutely. Spurs, Jazz, and then guess Warriors, what they're Nuggets? doing? Forty-eight hours later, Sunday day game. Who are the Clippers playing? Pacers. Yeah. Pacers. Edward and, and Rihanna will be in the building. For every other day, every six Clipper games. game, California six, six games. games. Five out of six at home, one in San Fran, and then they get back on the plane and they jet back to London. How cool are they, dude? They're really cool. They're really cool. Big Clipcast fans make them cool anyway, and they're gonna. That's really fun for them. They get to see the Pistons. Who? Hey, man, you gotta say this about the Pistons, by the way. They have five players that are under the age of 24 years old. They they're got young. Three. They got. They got two 18-year-olds. Crazy. They, got, they are a young team. And Pacers, too. Pacers have a lot of great young talent. They're going to see some up-and-coming teams. They're going to get to see Steph Curry get 50 points in a loss. Uh, that's that's going to be fun for them and get to see that whole thing implode. You know, the Warriors still haven't won on the road yet. I assume Clay Thompson will be playing in a captain's jacket and sailor cap and bell-bottom pants. So Edward said bag. to me tonight, he goes, I can't believe, mate. All the Laker gear, excuse me, L-word gear, I'm sorry. I can't believe, mate, all the L-word gear here. If they tried that in England, they would be beat up. <laughs> they would be beat up. <laughs> well, beat I up. said, and I told him, I go, look, it's, you know, it's L.A. And it's not exactly Manchester United, you know what I mean? But, okay, here's the thing, Hank. Here's the thing. We are but the best team Don't you always, whenever you're going to go Angeles. to Disneyland... When you're going to Disneyland, though, don't you always wear your Six Flags and Knott's Berry Foam t-shirts <laughs> to do. represent? Like, get a hold of yourselves. You're What's not crazy at that game. Detroit's playing the L Word tomorrow night. Wear your L Word gear to that Detroit what LA make, what game. Makes se- Here's what makes sense to me. I'm, I'm a basketball fan first and foremost. Sure. But what I understand is when I have gone to LA Rams games and somebody is repping their NFL team because their team is playing that day. Right. And so maybe they went to a bar. Maybe they're going to see the highlights right. or whatever it is. But they're not a Rams fan, but they're wearing their Bucks gear all day or they're wearing their Dallas Cowboys gear all day because their team is playing that day. Who has more wins, the L word or Detroit basketball? Oh, boy, that's a really good question. I think they're I'm both at three. I think they're both a bunch of jerks who have only won three games. It could, uh, it, it could be. It could, yeah, three. Well, the Lakers have lost less games. But they've only th- won six games between three. the two teams, three yeah. each. The, yeah. the teams together are six and 23. <laughs> That's going to be a great game that I will not watch a single second of tomorrow. All right, so let's talk, uh, let's talk the homestand with that little blip at San Francisco. You are telling me in less than 48 hours we have a guaranteed W versus San Antonio who we've already beaten. We're 3-0 and versus Houston. We're 1-0 and versus San Antonio, I believe. So, I, obviously, I like us in that game, and Kawhi Leonard's going to have a big game versus his, versus his previous employer, his former employer. Yeah, you like to think so. And I want to say, too, some of, some of what was happening with Kawhi was him hoisting up threes 
Uh, he missed a couple of free throws. These are rust things. Sure. These are rust things. We don't lean on Kawhi Leonard to shoot threes. We want him inside, and they weren't letting him inside. Their young bigs were keeping him out. Uh, but, yeah, you like to think that if he's going to have a big game, it's going to be against the Spurs. Absolutely. It's going to be against the Spurs. But just being on the court, being on the court for any amount of time right now for Kawhi Leonard is a big game. Absolutely. I don't care if his stat line is straight zeros. It ain't going to be. I would still be I would still be thrilled tonight that he was on the court. And it wasn't straight zeros. A lot of like I said a lot of intangibles and a lot of great tangibles. I like Just us good basketball. I like us home versus San Diego 48 hours after that Utah who is trending down. Right? Is it the Jazz 48 hours after Spurs? Yes. I like good guys in that game, and that is a statement game because Utah came in here and beat us already. We got to beat them back. Yeah, I mean, I like that too. I, what I like would be for Kawhi Leonard to find his spots and shoot, and I would really like for us to just start improving our offensive efficiency. Sure. We're I the number more, one more defense anything, is what you're telling number me. Number one. And we're the number one defense, and Detroit is the is the – worst defense oh they're the 30th defense and we're the number one defense so that was fun to see that you know to see that we just are not great offensively and what i'm looking at a lot of injuries and a lot of issues and like now luke Kennard's out so well you know yeah he'll be back he'll be back and everybody else is healthy what concerns me the most hank is what i've seen the last two games is these sluggish 15 point first quarter starts we did it two yeah. games in a row it's a bad habit it's a bad habit we got to get out of it and i understand at dallas was night two of a back-to-back i totally get that however we had rest we were home and the home games have downright frightened me because we haven't played particularly well in front of the home crowd for the home cooking we're finally i believe at four and four at home and then you throw in that at l word w that puts us five and four in downtown Los Angeles. Is that accurate? I don't know. I don't know. Five and four. I, I don't know home home versus. Uh, uh, if you're looking road. at the standings, they got the home and the away to the right not, of the win loss column, my brother. Uh, not on what I'm looking on, but all good. Oh, you son of a gun! I actually yeah, have I to. I actually have to look something up. I yeah, well. I cannot believe all that I do for this show. And then just add it to the list. Add it to the list. Now, my gut said we were 4-4 four and four at home. And add in the at L word, W, and we're 5-4 and four in downtown Los Angeles. Ring the bell because the kid points to self, Chris Kawild, is 100% accurate with the call. We're a terrific away team, 5-3 and three on the road. And by the way, that third loss was night two of a back-to-back in a game that was right in Bob Covington's fingertips. Can we go back in time and talk about the French night? Can we talk about Nico Batum going, and I am quoting this, seven for seven from three. A perfect first time in franchise history, seven for seven from three. 21 points. Then at the end of the game, he goes to the free throw line. He makes his first basket to get us within two. And what does he do? He intentionally misses the second free throw. The only miss of the entire night for Nico Batum, the French knight, was an intentional miss. It's right in Bob Covington's hands. 
and it slips through his fingers. I mean, it was literally catch it, open layup, tie the game, let's go to OT. Clippers have all the momentum in the world, but it slips out of Bob Covington's hands. Now, fans were like, why do you put Bob Covington in? He was cold as ice. I understand why Ty Lue did that. He put in Bob Covington, he put in Zubats to get that intentional missed free throw rebound because they're big, they're strong, they're long, they're lanky. Bob Covington, as we know, has some of the best hands in the NBA, but those best hands are deflecting passes, blocking shots. Sadly, it was right in his fingertips and it slipped out. But hats off to the French knight, Nico Batum, seven for seven. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept, for sept, mon ami, the French knight. It was beautiful. He was beautiful. He played great. And that's off the bench, by the way. It's not easy to come off the bench and hit, hit go, be go perfect. perfect. Yeah. And be perfect. Uh, and those were his only shots. He didn't shoot a two. No, he, he didn't. He only shot three. <laughs> no, he didn't. And then he shot that free throw. I think he ended up with 22 points. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, he did. Turn, that's exactly right. 22 points in 26 minutes. It was a great gutty nice. comeback. We only scored 15 points in the first quarter of that game versus Luka Doncic. Just hate Luka Doncic. And then 17 points in the second quarter. I'm doing some quick math. That's not a lot of points. 15 plus 17. That's 32 no, first luckily, half points. But luckily, you know, being one of the best defenses in the league turned around and helped us as they only scored 15 points in the third quarter. Absolutely. And so, we had 30. So we something. turned it around there. 33. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So that was a thrilling comeback. And it was right in our fingers. And it just it just slipped out of Bob Covington's fingers. But I actually, I, I, you know, I'm not really that mad because it was such a thrilling comeback. And it was a great game, especially night two but, of a back-to-back. But your honor. But your honor, yes, sir. I will just say mm. that Reggie Jackson played 25 minutes and John Wall played 26 minutes. Oh. And Reggie and Reggie Jackson Jackson scored six points and John Wall scored 17 points on six of 11 shooting. And Reggie Jackson went three of seven and 0 for three from three. Now my counterpoint. So my counterpoint. My counterpoint. And, John, and to that. John Wall got four assists and six. Rebounds to Reggie Jackson's two assists and four rebounds. My so counterpoint is inconclusive. No, it's conclusive. John Wall didn't play the night before. John Wall doesn't play back to backs. John Wall was not playing game one, the decisive W versus Houston. John Wall, when he doesn't play, the Clippers are undefeated. I believe it's now four and zero when John Wall doesn't play. No, I will. But I, but I, uh, argument, argument, uh, jokes aside, I really do love that John Wall is able to drive the lane and go coast. Oh, to I love coast. John Wall. I, I really and do I, love and him. And I think, I think what you need in the second unit of almost any team is a guy who can get out there and just score and score in bunches score and do it, it on his own and do it fast. Sure. So you know, it's an embarrassment of riches. Well, that's but what I, I want to talk to you about, argue Hank. That, I would argue that for where we're sitting right now, Reggie Jackson continues to be your starting point guard. And maybe a lot of that is chemistry. Because you're talking about Marcus Morris, Zubats, Reggie Jackson, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Now you're talking about five guys that have been playing with each other prior to this season. And I think what we really need to get out of the basement with our offensive rating is to find cohesion and find chemistry and start playing like a team that has been playing with each other for more than 15 games. Because so far we've been playing like a team that hasn't played together for any teams, for any games. So we've got like, we just feel lackluster and confused offensively. So if you can play five guys to start the game that have played together for an entire season prior to this. And by the way, they haven't because 
Kawhi, Kawhi was out of because Paul yep. George missed games. But I think you go for any chemistry you've got to start Great. these games Astute. and try to maybe next game try to score 16 points in the first quarter. <laughs> just start with that. <laughs> Can we please score 25 at least? Just oh, 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 Lord. Oh, you're greedy. <laughs> greedy well, Chris Kawhi. You know, your astute point brings up something I wanted to talk about with you. We are two games over 500. We're nine and seven. We've played 16 basketball games. We're about four games away from the first quarter of the season being in the books. Like you just said, defensively, we're playing very well. Offensively, we are not playing very well. But it is a testament to how talented this team is and that number one defense that we are above 500, being as abysmal as we are offensively. It is a testament to how talented each individual guy is and how great the defense has been to be two games over 500. And I think this team can definitely start gelling in this Six game in 12 day stand, five on five at home, one on the road, but no back to backs, zero back to backs in basically two weeks for the first time all season. What do you think we do? We've already got one in the books. Okay, in that six in 12 days, Hank, what do you think we go? We've already got one win in the books. Uh, four and two. Okay, the game that scares me the most, sadly, is at san francisco because they're real good yeah. in that building yeah and they hate us <laughs> oh yeah they really hate <laughs> they us they love they really love those guys love to beat us specifically clay thompson loves loves to beat us they are six uh, but, and one in san francisco yeah and they love they feel great at home uh yeah that that's probably it but you know we could beat them we could definitely we could beat, beat them. them. Will we beat them? I hope so. So you're saying so. four and two out of the next six in 12 days. Granted, one is just in the books. We beat Detroit with a decisive So we're already off to a great half. start. We're one and oh. We're one and oh right now. Who scares you at home? Is it the Nuggets? Is it the Jazz? I doubt it's the Young Pacers, but possibly. I doubt it's the Spurs but possibly who scares you at home well I think that the Nuggets are number three for a reason so if I'm just talking about the standings the the, the Nuggets maybe are they're pretty scary sure them and the Jazz them and the Jazz score a pretty similar amount of points in a game uh, per game points per game uh, but in conference the Jazz are nine and three and the Nuggets are seven and three I don't I don't know they're they're both equally scary to me I would actually say that the Nuggets and the Jazz as a tandem make me the most nervous but i'm the, what edges it is that the jazz have lost three in a row yeah i i that think is what De- i think denver is more me. scary than utah for sure yeah yeah denver is yeah, slightly better on the road at five and four versus utah's five and five but utah is trending do you down think, do you think the blazers are going to hold on like this and keep running it like this like holy cow and they're not they're not ahead by a lot frankly they're only one loss better than the jazz i mean right the, the number one team is the portland trailblazers and then a half game behind them is phoenix denver utah and then one game behind them is pelicans grizz and then clippers yeah. dallas and kings are one and a half games so yes yeah. we are the That's nine crazy. seed but we're actually tied for seventh if you look at it 
in the games behind. So, yeah, it's a real horse race. It is I mean, fascinating, the Western Conference. And I was dead wrong it is. when I thought there was only yeah, going to be were. six or seven winning teams. There's clearly going to be eight or nine winning teams, and it is going to be a dogfight, I think, till the bitter end. And I still stand pat that the Clippers will be that number one team because I think they'll figure it out. They haven't even they haven't looked particularly great all season, and there are one and a half games out of first. Well, you can do that. First of all, it's only 15 games in, which doesn't doesn't hurt that. 16, any. It's 16, you Six, dog. So, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, your honor. <laughs> toot, toot. Uh, but you know what? You can stay, You can win games. Bailiff, bailiff, a, uh, you strike can, that toot you, from the record. Bailiff, strike that toot from the leave record. One, uh, your honor, objection. <laughs> leave one toot. Uh, you, Permission you can, to approach you, the toot, your honor. You can hold on and win games. <laughs> right. You can hold on and win games. When you're the best defensive team in the league, even when because you get more shots up, because you get more stops, and Paul George is averaging over four deflections a game. Incredible. So we're so we're we're getting the ball and we're getting stops, so you get more chances to shoot and you can win games. So and again, we're doing all this without our best player. <laughs> and and again, our best player is back. No, he's back. He's, he's back. back, big time. I'm very interested to see in the next five games in the next 11 days because this has decisively been Paul George's Clippers so far this season. Decisively. It's not up for debate. And they have had guys contribute like Mook Morris, like Nico Batum, like Reggie Jackson, like John Wall, like Luke Kennard, like Terrence Mann. They've had guys contribute. But this is decisively Paul George's basketball team. Agree. Will it still be Paul George's team when we have that back-to-back in two weeks, or will it be Kawhi and Paul George's team? I don't think it's going to be all of a sudden decisively Kawhi Leonard's team over the next no. five games. Well, but I it, do think it might be it might be PG and Kawhi's team. If you had to choose between is it PG and Kawhi's team or is it PG's team, what do you predict? Uh, I'm going to answer your question with a question. Great. How long do you think it's going to take for Kawhi Leonard to start being an offensive force again? Because I think that's the answer to your question. The answer to your question is, but 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 to me, the leader of the team is the biggest personality of the team, not sure. just the best player on the team. Well, Reggie Jackson's and got the Ka- biggest personality, but I hear you. Paul exactly. Jordan's personality is bigger than Kawhi. Exactly. I agree. Yes, exactly. So but I don't think Kawhi Leonard ever really cares necessarily about being the guy that's pulling everyone into the huddle. A hundred percent. But it's just to me, it's really going to depend on what it takes for Kawhi Leonard to really find his stroke, which so far this season we've not really seen. Uh, but I think I also feel a little bit like he's out there just feeling the court like he's out there shooting threes and he's out there trying his mid-range and he's just trying stuff out to get comfortable well i'll tell you something Hank. how much of this is about him trying to make sure he can do this safely sure you You asked me you asked me the question when is Kawhi back as an offensive dynamo basically i'm paraphrasing you i think the genie's out of the bottle in 48 hours versus his former employer, San Antonio Spurs. Oh, you Spurs. think he blows up? I think you he think does. You think he blows I th- up? I, think he, I, I mean, give him like 20. Give him a minimum of 20 points versus San Antonio. Oh, I would, t- I would take it. Of course. Of course you would. I would love it. A, I would honestly be really thrilled if he could get an efficient 15. I'm guessing I'd Reggie Jackson was the high scorer of tonight is my guess. That's my guess, too. I'm not looking at it right now. 
I'm looking uh, at the standings. Okay, I will tell you uh, right I'm get, now. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, though. I'm heading Reggie there. Jackson led the Clippers with 23 points. Two players had the second most amount of points with 16 each. Would you like to guess who they are? Wait, ask me the question again because I, I was tracking things and not – Reggie Jackson led the Clippers tonight with 23 points. We had four players, yeah. four players yeah. in double digits. Two players tied with 16 points each for the second most points behind Reggie Jackson. Which players were they? Paul George. Correct. Ivica Zubats. No, sir. Ivica Zubats ah. did not get in double digits. He was double digits in rebounds. That player was Mook Morris. And Mook Morris has been ah. fantastic this season. Yeah, he's been great. He's really been great. And the guy yeah. I want to talk to you next about was fourth highest scorer, our fourth guy in double digits, the spark plug off the bench with 14 points. Let's talk about him, Stormin, Norman, General, Powell. Boy, if you if you told me that a player was going to dunk decisively at the point where we were trying to hold a lead at the end of the game, oh yeah, Powell would not even have been the top in my top three of Kapowell. guesses. Powell, Powell, uh, he had that. He came through with that dunk, and I was like, all right, Norman Powell. Hey, how about that PG miss dunk? Oh, my gosh. That was going to be a highlight of all highlights if PG Yeah, that, that was crazy. Before I, but, was crazy. but to go back to Powell, Powell started – he stubbed his toe out of the gate. We can admit that. He, he was the starting two guard when we first started, and then he got replaced with Luke Kennard, and then the team started winning. He wasn't really performing when we were two and four in that first six, but – Coming off the bench, he has absolutely been admirable, the general Storm and Norman Powell, how he has turned it around and how he has shot much, much better and more consistently. I, I love Norman Powell. He's been great. Oh, I love him too. Listen, four, 14 points, two rebounds, five of nine from the field, three that of dunk, four from the charity That decisive strike. dunk. It's great. One assist, zero turnovers. You've got to like that as yes, well. Yes, absolutely, because the turnovers were plaguing him earlier. You're absolutely right, Hank. And also, speaking of plagued by turnovers, it was great to see Paul George only get four. Sure. Because turnovers were a big issue for him versus the Mavs. A lot of wonky refereeing tonight. There was just like a real slow part of the game where all of a sudden Ty Lue coaches challenge and the foul is overturned and it goes to the Clippers. And then, like, Two plays later, Detroit tries to challenge, and they lose it, which I loved. But, man, did it just absolutely kill the momentum of that third quarter, which you would think would have benefited Detroit, but it didn't. But it was really oh, no. freaking boring. <laughs> all those back-to-back -back <laughs> coaches' challenges. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, Hydrator, what's in the white stuff? It's lemon-lime, It's lemon-lime, dude. It's obviously lemon-lime, and you, you know, know that because you've, you know you've gone through the training. You've gone through the training, and you're qualified to do his job. Uh, all right, man. There's probably, there's probably someone whose cousin is a hydrator right now listening to this who's going to tweet us and say, that's disrespectful to the art of hydration. Well, first of all, it is – it is absolutely a fact that we are the most listened to podcast by professional hydrators. This is an absolute <laughs> fact. The hydrator cast. The most the hydrated hydrator cast. cast. Wet cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hank, before I let you go, let's just wrap up the show one last time and talk about that feeling when Kawhi Leonard came back. I love that it was you that texted me. I was literally, oh, the I reason I sent you nauseous face emoji face 
was because I was literally overwhelmed with emotions. You handle it. That they were bursting out of me that I felt like I was going to puke a puke. rainbow. I was so absolutely thrilled, and I think it's thrilling that you broke the news to me. And congratulations, Clipper Nation, because I know I've heard your I've heard your cries. I've heard your despair. Hey, we're doing good, but where's the guy? Well, the guy is back. After I played those first two games, it was dead already. Uh, T. Lou wanted me to start the games and get us going in a flow. So, um, you know, before I sat out, I knew I was going to be starting out. Yeah, yeah, he's back. It feels so good. I was. I. I have to say, until I saw that the the news, I really today several times thought, "Are we just not going to get him back?" Right. I Is thought it was going to be Christmas. It? I was wrong. Is this just it? I didn't know what was happening. I last year was so devastating to never see him come back and to have him dangled in front of us so much. Oh yeah. Uh, I really. There really was today specifically was the day where I had a, a pretty dark moment thinking. We're just not going to get him back. And we will have really just made all these moves to get the best player in the league and never have him. And this is going to just be Lob City 2.0 of like what could have been without sure. injuries. Right. All we uh, and, and, and the so, thing that we did was the Western Conference Finals in game six. Yeah. And, two. That and was so the not thing only we did it wasn't only good news. It came on the day that I felt the most defeated about it, if I'm honest. So it, it was thrilling. And then. To see him play, I th when I saw he was playing, I thought they're going to play in 15 minutes, right, or 20. I really did. And he was going to come off the bench again in the second quarter, like so weirdly. But no, sir, no, sir. I am so Felt thrilled great. that he's back. I had this weird epiphany a couple of days ago on a sleepless night. Now this was before we got the clue that he was activated for five on five at practice. This is before right. we got the clue that he went on that trip to Houston and Dallas for the Texas two-step. Those were a couple of clues, like, oh, he's getting close. But before that, I had this weird and, thank God, wrong epiphany. Oh, you know what's going to happen? Now, I still think part of this is true. I thought Lebron James for the L word is going to break the all-time scoring record sometime in, like, January, okay? And then Kawhi Leonard is going to come back and win it all. Now, I think Kawhi Leonard is going to win it all with this franchise, and I pray to God that it's this season. And I pray to God that it's before we move into that sweet, sweet Intuit Dome. But I do think LeBron James is going to get that scoring title sometime in January or February, and that's going to be the big story. And then after that point, the big story will be Kawhi Leonard's Clippers. So now I'm amending that epiphany, and I say by the time LeBron breaks that scoring title, the Clippers, your Clippers, my Clippers, our L.A. Clippers will be the number one team in the West. I want that as well. Now, now I do want to say this about the LeBron James winning the scoring title. Yes. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> That's cap, no cap, or I don't give a crap. I don't, oh, we haven't been playing cap, no cap, I don't give a crap. Next, please promise me next Clipcast will do it again. That's a great game. No cap. We will definitely play that next game. That is no cap. All right, Hank. Well, I give a huge crap about you, and I give a huge crap about the Clippers, and I give a massive dump in the toilet like a big boy over Kawhi <laughs> Leonard That's being no back. <laughs> Kawhi is back, baby. Oh, buddy, why don't you sound the big, big boy dump in the toilet horn? <laughs> <laughs>